0: This is Gideon Dantzell's podcast, where he impacts deep understanding of God's word. Gideon is the global lead pastor of Empowerment Worship Center, where God lives. In today's message, Gideon Dantzell teaches on a subject titled, God Can't Lie. From wherever you're listening to us, we hope you'll be inspired and encouraged by today's message. Lift up your hands, Father. Speak right now in the language you understand. Silence the voice of the enemy, the voice of the accuser. And the voice of satanic powers in the blood. Let Jesus be glorified in Jesus name. Go out and clap your hands. Shout a better. Amen. Right Come on, clap your hands. Come with me in Psalm 105 and the verse number 13. Psalm 105 from verse 10. The Bible says, when they went from one nation to another and from one kingdom to another people, he suffered no man to do them wrong. Yea, He reproved kings for their sake, saying touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. But 6 is moreover he called for a famine upon the land. He break the whole staff of bread. He sent a man before them. Even Joseph who was sold for a seven. Whose feet they hurt with feathers. He was laid in iron until the time that his word came. The word of the Lord tried him. The king sent and lose him. Even the ruler of the people And lose him, let him go free. Verse 21 says he made him lord of his house and ruler of all his substance to bind his princes at his pleasure and to teach his senators wisdom. Israel also came into Egypt. Jacob surgery in the land of Ham and he increased his people greatly, he made them stronger than their enemies. He turned their heart to hate his people to deal subtlety with his servant. He sent Moses his servant and Aaron whom he had chosen. He showed him signs among and wonders in the land. Verse 42 says for he remembered his holy promise and Abraham is seven, and he brought forth his people with joy and his chosen with gladness. Amen. My word to you this morning is that God cannot lie. God cannot lie. I want you to speak louder and let those demons here say God cannot lie. Come on speak for your enemies and your friendliness and all those who are with you and they are not for you and they are around you and they are against you. Let everybody hear that my God cannot lie. My God cannot lie. Come on speak and say God cannot lie. God cannot lie. It is important to understand that though God is a provider yet to access God's provision, you need to know God's promises. You cannot access the provisions of God. God is a provider. Provision. Whenever He gives a vision, He adds the pro provision. God is a God of provision. Whenever God gives a vision, He will send the provision, He will send helpers, He will send help. That is my God. But in order for it to understand. And to appreciate God's provision. And to access it. You need to understand God's promises. To be able to wait on God. To fulfill all his promises. You need to comprehend this simple but yet intense truth. Simple but yet very intense truth or statement. The statement that God cannot lie. You need to literally live it, work it, pray it, understand it, walk with it, embrace it, put it on. You need to begin to program your mind because, in order for you to access God's promises and to see the manifestations of all the things that God has spoken, and said about you, your family, your loved ones, our nation this year, 2020 concerning your health, your marriage, your next level, Christ arena, everything that God has said about you, in order for you to be able to appreciate, to walk in it, and to see the manifestation of what God said, because it is one thing to hear, it has come to pass, but it's another thing to say, it has come to pass. Between down say the Lord and it came to pass, it's this statement that will hold you that will comprehend you that will uphold you, that will put you in check, that will put you in hope that will keep you on course that will keep you in track is the statement that God cannot lie if you don't understand this If you don't appreciate this, if you don't walk with this revelation, if you don't walk with this mindset, if you don't walk with this deep, simple, but intense statement, it is possible that between thou, say the Lord, and it came to pass, you probably will give up because sometimes the pressure is too much. Sometimes the contention, the projection, the manipulation, the battle the wrestling the arrows the enemy fires and i'm speaking to somebody right now another sound of my voice confused you feel like giving up feel like throwing the towel you must come to the place of this revelation that my god he cannot lie it is simple but powerful. It is simple, but it works. It is simple, but it's true. It is intense. You must have that attitude, the attitude of saying, my God cannot lie. It may be Saturday, but Sunday is coming. It may be Friday on the cross, but surely Sunday is coming. Who am I speaking to right now? I'm coming to speak to you. Don't give up. Don't the tower don't surrender don't Fields. Who am I preaching to? When I look at empty chairs right now in the building, the devil whispers to me, is this to your harvest? And I tell the devil, my God, he cannot lie. Can I preach to a church now? Who am I talking to when you look at your health? And the devil says, you believe God, but you are so sick. Just curse God and die. Speak like Job spoke that all the days of my on the time shall I wait until my chain comes? Because my God, He cannot lie. Who am I talking to? When you look at your condition, your circumstances, the bombardment, the depression, the fear, the panic, the insecurity inability the lack of strength the lack of vision the lack of clarity and sometimes you can't see your way forward i just want to whisper from the throne of heaven breaking news that your god he cannot lie come on rise up come on stretch your hand come on stretch your leg come on shake the fear off and tell yourself my god he cannot he cannot he cannot he just cannot LIE! My God cannot lie. What does it mean? When we say God cannot lie. Several scriptures in the Bible reveals God's inability to lie. The Bible says in Numbers chapter 23 and verse number 19 Numbers 23 number 19 scripture says God is not a man that he should lie, Peter. God is not a man because men can lie. Men may be willing to speak truth. Men may be willing to stand by their promises. Men at some point based on their strength, their office, their capacity, their relationship may want to speak and to stand by what they said but just because they are men just because time changes just because stuff happens, it is possible that men may be willing but might not be able i may be willing to give a thousand dollars that is my desire that is my will that is what i wish to do but i may be willing but if i don't have it i am willing but i'm not able but as for your God he's not only willing but he's able he's able to bless able to keep his promises able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you can ever imagine or think or The Bible says God is not a man that he should lie. Who am I talking to right now? I'm establishing my argument as a good attorney. I'm trying to establish lines upon lines and precept upon precept. That your God cannot lie. And why can't he lie? Because your God is not a man. He's not a man. He is not a man. The day God lies, he becomes a man. And the day lies, not only does he become a man, he becomes ordinary. But my God is not ordinary. My God is extra, mind-blowing, mind-boggling, dangerous, above, strong, powerful. My God cannot lie because my God is not ordinary. I love the verb that is used here. He specifically used the verb God should not. God should not. Should as used here is an auxiliary function to express obligation. In other words, God is obligated not to lie. He is under obligation. (laughs) it's like somebody put this television together or this screen together and the person that put the screen together gave us a manual and the manual doesn't match up and the manual is lying he says do this to fix this and what the manual he gave us when we apply it it doesn't work it means that this television is of no use because the one who manufactured it who put it together doesn't even know how to fix it and how to work it Our God is the one that controls. He put the whole world, the whole system, the whole ecosystem, the whole life, humanity. He put continent. He put seas. He put your family. He put your children. He put your future. God is the one that Everything consists of him all things belong to him he's a possessor of the heaven and the earth when God lies it means that everything that God created is about to crumble and just because nothing he created will be crumbled before him and he holds it together he's obligated his word is critical he's obligated not to lie he can't lie he just cannot lie because when he lies everything has come to an end. The devil is a liar. Any voice speaking to you, tell that voice, my God is obligated. My God is under obligation not to lie. The word should also function to express futurity from the point of view of the past. That is to say that when I search and I do background check cause when you want to employ somebody in your office you do background check I have done background check I have searched and I have done all okay of investigation I have said the scriptures from the beginning to the end from whence he spoke and said let there be light from the very day he created the heaven and the earth he doesn't have record of lying and because his past has never revealed and never shown one lie in his life then I can based on that predict the future. I cannot speak to somebody that your future, your destiny, your family, I'm talking about your future in 2020 is secured because your God does not lie. He cannot lie because he has never lied before. The word should here is also used as an auxiliary function to express what is probable or expected. It is a spirit of God not to lie. <laughs> it is a spirit of Him not to lie. It is used to express probability. And sometimes you can do probably as, as a 90% probability or 5% probability. As for God, it's over a hundred billion times, billion, billion, trillion, zillion percent that God will not and cannot lie. The word should here means it is a spirit of God not to lie. Come with me. To the book of first Samuel, chapter 15 and 29. Scripture says, and also the strength of Israel will not lie. Will not will not. The word will not as express here means futurity. In other words, God will not, the future of God will not be lie. Will you lift up your head and let the devil know that I have a future? And decree it right now. And let COVID-19 know. That he's even in the past. As his name is. And declare that your God will not lie. And I see a future of destiny is prophetic right now. A future of favor, elevation, security. The church will gather again. Because the Bible says I will build my church and the gates of hell will not stand a chance. The Bible said, the strength of Israel it matters who your strength is. But some trust in horses and that's in chariots. Some strength is in your bank. It's in the economy. It's in government. It's in leaders. It's in nation. But my strength is from Yahweh. David said the Lord is my strength. Who am I speaking to right now? I don't boast in my own strength. But by my strength so I not prevail. I trust in the one who will not lie. The strength of Gideon will not lie. Put your name there right now. That the strength of your family will not lie. The word will is also used to express desire, choice, consent. Who am I speaking to? So when the Bible says the strength Of Israel, we will not lie. It means it is God's desire not to lie. It is God's choice not to lie. In fact, God consent. He stamped he consent that he will not lie he's chosen not to lie he wills not to lie he desires not to lie am I speaking to a church right now can you see your future now because your God desires not to lie he chooses not to lie he is willing not to lie he has consented not to lie the word, word here is also used as a command exhortation, or injunction God His command Bible says concerning my command ye me. It is his command not to lie. He's exhorted not to lie. You shall spread future, frequent customary, or habitual action or natural tendencies. He used to express the inevitability it used to express determination insistent persistent willfulness it used to express capability and sufficiency and so when we see god's determination we see no lie when you see his insistency there's no lie his persistency there's no lie his willfulness has no lie god's capacity he has a capacity not to lie he has the sufficient resources not to lie that is a liar his credit doesn't finish there's no word as you have insufficient credit to make a call he lacks nothing he needs nothing he's all sufficient he's gone all by himself the silver and gold belong to him and the cattle on a thousand hill belongs to god at the black of his nostrils, they see pattern to do. I decree tonight that God's persistence and insistence, capacity, and determination, and God's ability and capability and sufficiency is that He will not lie. He has sufficient power, He's willing, He's determined, He's determined not to lie. And tonight I speak over your destiny. Your God will not start a thing and end in the middle. He's the alpha and the omega. I've seen people start a pain. And when they meet pressure, they give up on their determination. But as for your God, his determination is sure. When he speaks, it is sure. When he decrees a thing, it cannot to pass. And today by divine authority, I cannot speak prophetically that your strength will not lie. The strength of Israel Will not lie. God doesn't change his mind. I love the next point. Titus chapter 1 and the verse number 2. Chapters 1 and the verse number 2. The Bible says, In hope of eternal life, which God that cannot lie promised before the world began. Ah, let's take it again, in hope of eternal life, with God, that cannot lie. Mm. The word can here means physically and mentally able. Your God is physically and mentally able not to lie. He doesn't get tired. He doesn't lose his memory. He doesn't get physically weak vulnerable he doesn't get depressed he doesn't get down he cannot lie the word can here use is in, indicative of possibility the word can as you say means enabled by law agreement and custom be permitted by conscience or feeling be made possible or probable or by circumstance. the word can here is also used a logically Or axiologically. In other words, when you look at the logic of God, he can't lie. When you look at the agreements and the laws of God, he just can't. There's nothing about God that allows him to lie. God cannot lie. Hence, we depend on him from A to Z. It is impossible for God to lie. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 18 says, Hebrews 6 and 18 scripture says, By two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie. The word impossible here means that it is not in God's potential to lie by two immutable things in which it is not in God's potential, He doesn't have the potency to lie. When it comes to areas of lie, he doesn't have the potency to lie. It is not in his DNA. You can't find it. That's why the devil is a liar. Why is the devil a liar? Because he's the father of all lies. If there's anything that we ascribe fatherhood to to the devil is the lie. See, everything has a source in God. But when it comes to lie, the source of lies is the devil. I want to lift up your hand and flip your hand in the air and say the devil is a liar. Say the devil is a liar. My God doesn't have in him one iota or DNA 0.0000001% of lie. It is impossible for God to lie what consoles us, comforts us what gives us capacity and strength in times of crisis, in times of warfare in times of bombardment as we are going through as a church as a nation or even as a world is what I'm speaking to you today when I come to church and there are no people in the church when I come here and I get phone calls from all over church members and people who love the Lord and they are confused and they are down. I tell them our God cannot lie. I wanted to tweet it. I want to WhatsApp it. I wanted to deep it. I wanted to decree that it is impossible for God to lie. I am empowered. I am comforted. I am strengthened by this statement that faithful is he who has promised and he will do it. I decree to pay. God cannot lie. He cannot. Watch this. To be able to substantiate this. When you consider two important things that determine whether any being can lie or not. In order to establish that somebody can lie. When you first look at the person's personality. I.e. character. Or the person's words. There are two things we are going to examine about God. To establish that he cannot lie. We are going to look at God's personality. His character. And number two, we look at God's words. Because in order to establish somebody lies, you have to figure it out and follow it and find it in his character. Or number two, you have to hear the person's words, statements, promises and check and find out whether he's a liar or he speaks truth. And so this morning, I want us to put God on the radar. I want to examine our God. I want I want us to check God. <laughs> Maybe you don't know him, but I want us to check him. Number one, we are looking at God's personality. God's personality or his attributes. There are three important attributes which attest to God's inability to lie. The first one is that God is faithful. When I put God's character to check, or on the on the scale. Because right now. Whether you pretend or not. Whether you are clapping or shouting or not. Many of you are questioning God. God is in your box. The devil the prosecutor. Is prosecuting God before you. He's whispering to you. That's why as an attorney. For the kingdom. I am skillfully arguing the case of our God. And I said our God is in the box. And let's check him out. Number one, why God cannot lie? Is because God is faithful. The word faithful here means to build up or support, to foster as a parent or a nurse, to be firm. You see, the word faithful here means to build up as a support, as a foster parent, as somebody that picks a child and foster and takes a, and build the person up and is always there for the person. As a nurse, Wait on the patient to give them food check their temperature and to check their blood, to check on them in the morning, report to the doctor what is happening. I'm talking about God. He's like a faithful nurse. He's a faithful foster parent because when your father and your mother forsakes you, then your God comes in. I cannot speak this morning that God is faithful. Deuteronomy chapter 7 verses 9 said, know therefore that the Lord thy God is God. faithful God with keeper covenant of mercy with them that love him and keep his commandment to a thousand generations I can speak to you today Hey, the scripture says Our God He is a covenant keeping God He is God who is faithful The faithful God May I submit to you That your God Is always there And even when you don't see his hands He must trust his character His character, his DNA Is faithful May I speak to you God's word is true And God's word says He is faithful for who am I talking to right now? I say, Your God is faithful. Will you clap on and shout and say, My God is faithful? My God is just faithful. The Bible says in First Thessalonians, chapter 5, and the number 24, scripture says, Faithful is he that called you who also would it. I didn't call myself. I didn't start a check by myself. I didn't call myself. Hosea said I was not a prophet, neither a son of a prophet, but God made me a prophet. I feel like saying to somebody that you didn't call yourself. You didn't anoint yourself. Your God that called you, he is faithful. May I submit to you today that He's faithful. He called you not calling for you to perform when it comes to the performance of god's ways he calls you and he performs it so he calls you and you stand aside and you are just available and he performs through you Let is a liar. Faithful is he who called us and he would do it. When God calls you to a movie theater, he doesn't call you for you to go and perform. He said, come, relax and enjoy yourself. See me do my work. and sense in the spirit that God God is calling somebody to a movie theater, and God is about to perform. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be powerful. Blessed are do that believe, for there shall be a performance. I don't know about you, but I love to say this always: that I've watched Lion King like twenty-five times. And whenever I get to Lyceum some theater, when I get, there, I pick up my popcorn, I get sugar, and I get salt because I'm from Africa. I am a medingo. Come and talk to me right now. I get two basket and then I mix it and I get my seed. Sometimes the royal sun because I'm a royal priesthood and I cross my leg and the whole place is dark. The whole place is somewhere. It's so dark because there's nothing happening. And there are many of you right now. It looks dark. It is confusion But sit down, relax, and watch God. And as I sit there, suddenly the whole theater that was quiet. That was dark. There's a light that shines, and a noise, and a sound. And I'm here, I'm here into I'm, uh, who, what is happening? Suddenly, the whole place is lighted up. There's life. What's happening? And I'm still in my seat watching. And I see some guys get on the stage. Some come from back, front, side by side. And they go on the stage. And they start to perform. They are performing Lion King. And I see Simba. And I see Naila. And I see Mufasa. And they are performing. And I'm just there. I cross my leg. I'm eating my popcorn. And my bright and I'm enjoying the show. Come on, picture it right now. That's how our God works. He performs it. You just sit down, take your popcorn whether sugar or sweet, just mix it and watch God do what he does best. I declare that by the end of the year he will perform oneness. He will perform signs. I say he called you. The one who call is faithful. Faithful is see who has called us. We didn't call ourselves. We didn't choose ourselves. He chose us uh, and the one who called us is faithful. Faithful. Faithful Faithful God. Second Timothy chapter 2 verse 13 says, if we are faithless, he will remain faithful for he cannot disown himself. In other words, even when we are faithless, come on, talk to me right now. Ah. I said, even when we are faithless, our God is faithful. Do you know why you are confused? And you are arguing God and you are questioning God because you are unfaithful. And sometimes we think we are so familiar with God that we come so somewhere with God that we begin to put our own self in a box you are questioning your character stop questioning god the that you are not faithful doesn't mean our god is not faithful who am, am i talking to right now and second thing about this is even when we are faithless how many of you hear understand my voice you miss the point you've gone crazy you haven't kept it all even when you try you are still lacking and the good thing is our god's faithfulness is not responsive in other words it's not determined what you do wrong or do right, our God's faithfulness is not responsive. God is not like government. God is not like friends. It's gonna. It's not like leaders. It's not like presidents. It's not like. He's not even like pastors who responds. Right now, COVID nineteen people are responding. Our God doesn't respond. He doesn't wait for you to do something and respond to it. As for our God, He goes ahead of you. And so when God said come, it means He's already there. When God said go, it means He has gone ahead of you. Our God is ahead in faithfulness. He lives a life so that we can emulate and become example. He set the standard. He doesn't check your standard to raise a standard. He's a standard by himself. He's ever faithful, forever faithful, too faithful. Somebody asked me, Gideon, what's the secret of your ministry and the secret of your success? Give me 10 reasons why you are blessed and you are doing ministry. And I look at the guy and say, a pro I want to write 10 reasons why you are so anointed. Is that like you are doing something amazing? And I look at the person. And in the beginning, I was going to be arrogant. And Holy Spirit said, checkpoint. Check You better check yourself. Don't be arrogant. And I checked and I found out that it was not in education, it was not in contact, it was not in the people I knew, it was not in friends. I was not one of those who were favored to become anything. Then I understood by deeper revelation that the ten reasons why I am where I am in life is because number one, God is faithful, number two, He's faithful, number three, He's faithful, number four is faithful, number five, He's faithful, number Number six is faithful who am i talking to right now you better join me now if you can get a witness what i'm talking about you better stop sitting down and stretch your leg and stretch your hand. I said, number six is faithful number seven is faithful number eight is faithful number nine is faithful number ten i said number ten i said number ten i said number ten god is faithful faithful Watch what the Bible says. First Corinthians chapter 10. Verse 13 says, Ah, there is no temptation taking you by such as is common to man. <laughs> there is no temptation. Are you tempted? As Are you tempted? Is korokoro Koro make you tempted? What are you feel? What do you feel like doing? What have you done during this korukoro time? Are you tempted? Are you locked down in a room where your brain is all over the place? Where's your mind? How did you live last night? Come and talk to me right now. Then the Bible said there's no temptation. There's no temptation taking you by. But such is common to man. Then the Bible said if a man is tempted, let him not say he's tempted of the Lord. But when a man is tempted, he should understand that he's tempted by his own lustful desires. It's only because desire. When it grows, becomes enticement, and enticement, when it grows, becomes sin, and sin, when it's fully grown, becomes death. And so, never say that God tempted you, but when you are tempted, you are tempted by your own desire, which came from lust, which is part of the fallen nature of man. How say me Adam nana, Adam nana me? It is in you to be tempted, so never say God tempted you. But the Bible says the Bible says the Bible says there's no temptation taking you but such as is common to man but God it doesn't end at your temptation it doesn't end at the weakness. It doesn't end with your loss. It doesn't end with your insecurity. It doesn't end with your inability. It doesn't end with all the things that you have been going through with this corona. It doesn't end there. It doesn't end with your mistake. It doesn't end with your error. It doesn't end with your fall. It doesn't end there. The Bible said "But God. But God is faithful who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you are able. But with God but with the temptation also make a way to escape that you may be Able to bear it. In other words, God doesn't know about how you got tempted. You got into your own trouble. You got into your own temptation. But when you are tempted, and when you are going through it, and when it's about to kill and destroy you, your God that didn't do anything, that didn't know anything about it, that you did it yourself, He comes as a good father, as a foster parent, as a good nurse, and He comes and tell you this: is where the devil has put you. But if you do this, and do and do and do and do that, you get out of it. And so your God comes and open to a door and say you are here by yourself but i will not leave you nor forsake you go this way you come out of it i speak prophetically it doesn't matter what the enemy think he's got in you he's locked you unlocked that i declare it's a way out for unto god be longer escape from death i see a way out of your depression of your fear of your mistake of your error you are about to declare that rejoice not me or my enemies for when i fall i shall arise and when i sit in darkness the lord god will be a light i declare to Nice. receive defense, escape. financial escape. emotional escape. mental escape, Psychological, escape, clap on Thank you for listening to part one of God Can't Lie by Gideon Dancer. We trust that you are blessed by this inspirational and insightful message. Don't forget to check out part two of this insightful series as he takes us deeper.